Heidi, 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 hi. Heidi, 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 ho. Hello, Heidi, ho. Uh, whoever you are, uh, Harlan Williams here on the Harlan uh, Highway. We are a little bit behind. I'll talk about it when we get into the show. I don't want to waste any time. We're a little late getting on the air, but we're here nonetheless. Glad you could make it. Uh, bless you all, you little cinnamon angels. Um, all of you flap your wings at once, and uh, let's make some cinnamon. No, let's make a podcast. Here we go. Uh, I want to tell you about uh, a little discrepancy I'm upset about with our law enforcement men and women and mammals uh, that uh, take care of our cities and streets and homes. Little little uh, conflict of interest thing going on. I'm going to kind of pop the lid on here. Uh, also, a visit from my gardener, Senor Fuentes, drops by today, even though I don't like it when he drops by. What will he bother me about today? I don't know. And then I got a little depressed, I'll be honest with you. I got a little bit depressed somewhere. It was a deep, dark, sad depression. I think we all get to that place, and I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to be very open and talk about my deep, dark depression. I hope it cheers you up right here on the ever-so-sunny Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Look at this. We're late. I know you're going, well, where, where the hell's my Monday morning Harland Highway podcast, man? Uh, well, the answer is we had a few little technical glitches. Every now and then it happens, and uh, that's what went down. And um, we're dealing with it. And uh, as a result, we got the uh, podcast out on, uh, to a late start. Why am I talking like this? Why am I glazing to it so quickly? Um, but we're here. We're here nonetheless. We apologize for being late. Uh, I think this is only, I don't know, I think it's only happened maybe one or two times. Maybe this might be the third time in like, I think we're in our third year now. So maybe that's maybe that's good. Maybe like one a year, one per cycle, uh, I'm allowed to be late. So how about that? How about that little treat right there, huh? Can I be late now and then too? Other people are late. Why can't I be late? All right, I got to talk to you about... Oh, I was in a mall. I went to a mall the other day. Cue, cue the mall music. Yeah, there we go. Um, I don't know. This might be a weird topic because some of you might be offended, and some of them might. Some of you might go, "Well, I'll look at you, Mister High and Mighty." 
But really, I'm not preaching. I, I'm just going to tell you about my experience. I went into this mall, and it was a big, fancy mall, and it had, you know, it it felt dated. Okay, it was one of these rectangle malls with the three floors and the escalators, and you go down one rectangle, and then you go down a floor, and you do the next rectangle. Then you go down to the lower floor and do the rectangle, and halfway through the rectangle, there's the food court. And I hadn't been in a mall like that for a long time, and I, it suddenly dawned on me. I'm going, I feel like I'm back in 1973 or 82 or 91. Like even the 90s, it felt old. Okay? There's something about the the way these big malls are set up. They, they, they're kind of out of touch now. They, 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 they feel, uh, I don't know, they feel really dated with the... With the that kind of granite floor they have and the railings and the fountains in the middle. and the, You know, there's always some kind of type of artwork hanging from the high ceilings. There's a giant dock or there's a cloud or, you know, some kid sliding on a rainbow or something mental. And I just started to feel really like, you know, like here I am. I got an iPhone in one hand where I'm feeling like I'm one of the Jetsons. Right. And then I'm walking through this rectangular mall looking at storefronts and I'm feeling like this feels kind of antiquated. So I don't know. I don't know what the next phase is for human the human shopping experience, man. But I feel like it's got to change. It's it's like, you know, it's it's, it's like some something's got to give something's got to I don't know. We need a new shape. We need a new format. We need a new uh, stimuli. Like, it's really just hallways and shop fronts, right? You walk through these long hallways, and there's Urban Outfitters. There's, uh, you know, H&M. There's uh, JCPenney. There, you know, it's just like plop, 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 plop. It's just like you're walking in a rectangle looking into rectangles. And it's starting to feel very rectal. Angle, um, three, four. Um, so that struck me that the dated issue struck me. But then here's where I got. I actually got. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna share my emotions. Oh my God! Here he comes. Your father always said, Harland. Okay. A man to be a man, you can punch another man, and that makes you a man. But to be a real man, you can cry in front of other people. And so I punched my father, and yeah, he started crying. Um, but uh, I got depressed, okay? I, I don't like to get depressed. Who does? I'm walking through this mall, and I got really bummed out, like like a dark cloud came over me. And, I you know, I didn't feel my happy, funny self. I just felt withdrawn and 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 i think it had to do with with all these stores it was kind of a high-end mall where all the stores were like dolce and gabbana and vidal sassoon and uh gucci and all these big big brand names and i'm looking at all these stupid items in the window and i'm i just felt i felt like i was covered in uh, materialistic plasma or something and I felt like less than a human being for some reason. I felt like th- this is what we strive for. This is, 
This is the pinnacle. This is this is what we rush to. This, this is what the upper echelons strives for. A seven hundred dollar handbag that's brown and says Gucci on it or whatever. What does Gucci even mean? Who the hell is Vidal Sassoon? Who would name their kid Vidal or Vidal or whatever? What? What? Why do I want their damn name? I'm, I like my name. How about some Harlan Williams jeans, huh? Why do I? Why do I feel so much better slapping someone else's name on my ass? Why am I paying nine hundred dollars for Vidal Sassoon's name? I don't even like that name. What is a Dolce and Gabbana, huh? Who cares? It sounds like sounds like beach furniture. Uh, excuse me, boy. Yes, could you set up a Dolce and Gabbana right here? That sun is just nasty today. Yes, sir. That'll be seven hundred fifty dollars. Up yours, boy. Mm, sounds good. Uh, so, anyways. I'm walking around and I'm get, I'm getting down. I'm getting down on all this materialistic crap. It's like it's like rectangle after rectangle filled with with window displays and and shoes and boots and pants and dresses and all this stuff. And I, I don't know if I felt guilty about being a human being or I suddenly I felt shallow. I felt a little empty and and all all those things combined just depressed me. I was like, I was like, couldn't there be something more here in the mall? Couldn't there be something illuminating? Couldn't there be something spiritual? Couldn't there be something artful? I don't know. It just all felt like the same crap, and all the people walking around me were oogling at it and going, "I want that! I want that! I want that! I want! That. I, want I gotta have that! I want that! I need that! I want that! I want that! That and that! I want that!" And you saw people in the stores trying stuff on it. And here's me. Now I'm starting to sound high and mighty. Like, what's what's with people needing to buy stuff, man? And I get it. Look, there's been times when I've been in the mall and I loved it. Like Christmas time when I'm buying for everybody. And, you know, I used to hang out in a mall when I was a kid. That, that was my crib, man. But maybe it's just I'm a little older and I, it just hit me. It was weird. I had a bad experience. I didn't like it. And then here's something off of my feelings. Well, let's get off of your feelings for a minute, Harlem, because we don't really care about your feelings. You're just the podcast boy. Talk and we'll listen. We don't care how you feel. Just say words. Say words, Harlem. Um, but here's something interesting, okay? Uh, th- going back to the iPhone. Uh, I was I was walking through this mall, and here's where I felt depressed or actually bad for someone else. Uh, the, I passed the uh, the the uh, Windows. Microsoft has a store. They're trying to emulate the iStore, the Apple Store, and it's all bright and shiny, and they get all their equipment set up, and their phones, and their laptops, and their wide screens and their monitors and all this stuff and they got the, their attendance in their little blue Microsoft shirts only one problem not a soul in the Microsoft store i mean this place you you could eat lasagna off the floor it was so clean 
This place was pristine and looked high tech and, you know, it was enticing, but nothing. You did, you did, I don't know if anyone's doing Microsoft anymore. You know, the PCs are kind of like, maybe they're just as antiquated as the mall. More antiquated rectangles, laptops, and all that crap. I think people are seriously drifting away from all the PC stuff. It's just not getting it done anymore. It's not hip. It's like it's kind of like old school, right? Apple's like kind of hip, modern. That's where you want to be. It's Apple feels like the future. And so then I go past the Apple store. In fact, I went right into the Apple store bustling, just bustling with people. It's like as if, as if Justin Bieber was there and people were lined up to see him. It was just, you know... Everything was humming. People were were invigorated. People were trying things. People were touching things. People were asking questions. People were sitting with the attendants and sharing. And you could overhear conversations. Well, what you do, ma'am, is you do this. And when you press F sixteen, your uh, your uh, laptop turns into a transformer. And then you go home and uh, you know do what you want to do with it. I'm not going to suggest anything, but uh, they are very good at the sixty nine position, ma'am. Um, and it was very interactive, and, and I don't know if I've ever seen a store with so many attendants. Like, not even a giant grocery store has this. Like, like I walked in, and there was, like, 49 kids in blue shirts. Hi, how you doing? Can I help you? What do you, what do you need? You want a bushel of apples? Huh? Can I make you an apple pie? Would you like an apple turnover? How about some apple tarts? Huh? How about we go in the back and bob for apples? Come on, sir. We'll throw some uh, iPads in a bucket of water. If you pull one out with your teeth, you get to keep it, sir. I mean, it, it was great. Just being in that store, you felt alive. You felt uh, things were hip and happening and hopping. And then uh, here's, here's something that's even sadder. This, this goes lower on the totem pole than the Microsoft store. Oh, my God. I was at another location, and I passed a BlackBerry store where they were trying to do the same thing, kind of imitate that whole hip uh, Apple vibe. Empty. Just empty, man. It was empty. I think BlackBerry is done. I mean, you don't even see people with Blackberries anymore. And if you do, you're kind of like, nerd alert. Hello. Welcome to the 70s. <laughs> right? They just they're, they're just behind the curve unless they come out with something totally new that 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 surpasses Apple like they come up with a phone that you can fly on or something. I I hate to say it uh BlackBerry but RIP baby. I think your ship has sailed, dog. There's no way you're keeping up with the with the hip factor of Apple and uh, Android and all that stuff. So anyways, Back to uh, the mall. Um, yeah, it was an interesting, uh, an interesting experience, and uh, I, I don't know, I don't know uh, why I was so depressed. Well, I guess I do know, and I couldn't wait to get out of there. You know, when I finally got out of there, and I just like, oh god. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it's 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 just as I'm getting older. I I I I I don't like all that stuff. I I I think it's shallow. I don't I don't know. But I don't want to sit here and say, oh, if you go to a mall, you're shallow, man. 
because that's not right. Look, malls can be fun. Malls can be this. I Maybe I'm just having a bad day. Yeah, that's it. I was having a bad day. Maybe I'll go to the mall and take in a movie, go to the food court, buy myself a new pair of shoes, a new purse. Just cheer myself up. Yeah. Cue that mall music. Here I go. I guess I shouldn't let something as cheesy as a mall get me down, right? Life is good. Just I'll stay out of malls. I mean, uh, there's so much more to be happy about, right? Uh, Summer's coming to an end. Fall is in the air. You can start to smell the uh, crispy. What? Oh, no. No. Oh, what the hell? Oh, for God's sakes. I'm doing a podcast here. Roger, what is he doing here? What are you doing here, Fuentes? My name is Senor Fuentes. I know your name. Senor Fuentes. I know your name. You're my gardener. That's right, Senor. Well, here's a clue. Gardener. Okay, this is a studio. Do you see a garden anywhere? No, senor. Then why aren't you at home tending to the garden? Well, as you just said, senor, it's starting to get cold, so all the flowers have gone away. Okay, well, can't you find something else to do? Well, that's why I'm here, senor. I wanted to flush your engine. Excuse me? I wanted to flush your engine, senor. What do you mean you want to flush my engine? Well, I can just tell it's all full of gunk and sludge and scum. The inside is just dripping with, oh, almost like horrible gravy. What are you talking about? You want to flush my engine? Your lawnmower, senor. You want to flush my lawnmower engine? See, senor, it's all dirty and clogged up. Well, you made it set. See, this is where you you come in here. And you, you talk about your gardening, and I always think you're referring to something else, and my listeners think, when you say you want to flush my engine, I thought you meant that I needed a colonoscopy, senor. Well, how do you know that word? Senor, I'm sure you're all full of gunk and gravy, senor. I mean, look at the complexion of your pasty white skin. All right. No, just... What are you? What are you doing? I want to flush your engine. What, what was that stuff about the colonoscopy? Well, I mean, sometimes there's telltale signs, Senor. What are you saying? Well, your skin, Senor. I'm sure you have polyps or some kind of cancer up inside you. What the hell is that? Well, I'm not a doctor, Senor, but you do look pasty. You can't come in here and diagnose me with cancer. Why not, senor? If anyone's going to have it, it's you. Stop it! I just came to ask you if I could flush your engine, senor, and I said you could! Now I'm confused, senor. Do you want me to flush your lawnmower engine, or do you want me to bend you over that photocopier and stick a rubber glove up? Stop it! If I were to get a colonoscopy, I wouldn't have you do it. Well, I wouldn't want to do it, senor, unless, of course, you wanted to pay a little extra. All right, get out of here. 
So I have your permission to flush your engine, senor? Yes, go and flush my engine. Okay, bend over the photocopier, senor. No! I'm just kidding. Get out of here! Boy, a guy can't take a little joke about having rectal cancer. That's... You don't joke about that, Fuentes. That's senor Fuentes. Get out of here! I'm doing a podcast. It might be your last podcast, senor. Why would you say that? Well, you know with your rectal cancer... Get out! I don't have rectal cancer. You're very pasty. I'm not pasty. I'm Caucasian. What do you want me to do? Go for a colonoscopy. Get out! God. Idiot. You should get your tubes tied while you're there too, senor. Get out! God. That was just all kinds of wrong. Just all kinds of wrong right there. Guy tells me I have cancer. Why do we even have that gardener, Roger? What who what what gardener died? Anyways, you know what else is wrong? Here's something else that's wrong, and I see if you can figure this one out. Um, what is the deal with clippity clop, clippity clop police horses? Have you ever been in a scenario where you're out at a park or you're walking around downtown or you're uh you know you're on a city street and out of the corner of your ear if your ears have corners you're probably a vulcan if your ears have corners but all of a sudden you're you hear the clip clop of horse hooves on on the pavement which is always a bit unusual it's always unusual to see a, 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 a giant animal, a farm animal, in the middle of a city. I mean, somehow we've kind of psychologically learned to accept the concept of a giant workhorse traipsing uh, down our streets. I mean, put any other animal on that. If you saw a cow or a bull or a goat or a sheep wandering downtown, you'd be like, oh, my God, what the hell's going on around here? Now, I know old McDonald had a farm, but how 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 far does his acreage stretch? Right down here to the CBD, Central Business District. Um, but yet we have them. We have these giant police horses, majestic animals. I mean, my God. They are a scene stealer. I mean, I, I just stop in my tracks. You got to look at them because they're, they're uh, just, they're giant. They're muscular. They're commanding. They're uh, composed. Uh, they're they're in control, and uh, they're a sight to behold. You you got to give it to the horses. But here's the dilemma, okay? The the, the the it's in the name the the term police horse. It's a police horse, okay? It works for the police. The police enforce the laws of the land, okay? This horse is under the banner of the law. Up on the police on the horse's back is an actual human police officer who is sworn to enforce the laws of the country. And here's where it gets sticky and smelly. Every time you see a police horse and it's strutting down the street all majestic, its hoofs are coming up and it's symbiotic and it's 
It's got a perfect gait, and the, the, the cop's all up there, mounted, sitting high with his or her chest puffed out, and it's really the, the uh, city's finest, right? It's a very noble sight, except unlike uh, most things in life that need to uh, defecate, you know, dogs or humans or, or fish or birds... A lot of times critters will stop and pop a squat or they'll lift a leg or they'll dig a hole or they'll hang over a log. But here's these police horses and all their daintiness trucking on down the street and they got chestnuts flying out of their butt left, right, and center. And they're they're oblivious. It's as if uh, you know they're they're oblivious that they're taking a dump. What are they? Don't they feel it? Don't they see it? Don't they smell it? Don't they hear it splatter on the ground? They just keep on trotting. Oh, look at me! I'm an award-winning horse. My mane is brushed. My my fur has a sheen to it. I've got a police officer up on my back and. Just like barrels of uh, bongo juice coming out the back, man. Just splattering all over the city street. I mean, they got some composure. I mean, I wish we could all look so elegant taking a loaf, right? It's pretty. It's pretty. That's almost like royalty. Just uh, their, their, their front feet coming up in the air and... They never break stride. It's like, look at me. I'm a police horse, and I'm shanting all over your city. I shall trot over there, and as I'm trotting over there, I shall drop chestnuts all over the ground, and then I shall trot over there, oblivious to the chestnuts. I mean, it's kind of crazy. But then here's the real kicker. How do we deal with this gang? If your uh, dog stops and uh, pinches a loaf, if a homeless guy pulls uh, down his trow and, you know, pops a trout in front of Applebee's or something, immediate fine. Oh, you didn't pick up your dog poo. That's a fine. That's a $300 fine. Go pick up your dog poo. Hey, buddy, you can't, uh, you can't crap in front of the Applebee's. Well, it's no different than their food. You've got a point, but you can't crap in front of the Applebee's. What if I leave a tip? Okay. Um, so here's the thing. No one ever picks up after the police horse. You've seen it at parades. You've seen it at demonstrations. You've seen it uh, when it's just a simple horse patrol, Right? You see this, like, long pile of horse doo-doo just splattered in the street. There it is on top of the black asphalt. A nice uh, fall brown splattered all over the place, right? And I don't see any, I don't see the uh, cops turning around and scooping and scooping the pooping. You know, I don't see anyone, whoa, Nelly, we've got to go back and pick that up, boy. It's illegal to leave manure all over the city streets. But no, apparently they, they get a pass. 
Not only did they get a pass, but they dropped more poo than a whole pack of wild dogs put together. I mean, one horse can uh, leave enough uh, manure hanging around that would, uh, you know, take uh, 22 dogs to do, just to even get close. And not only does the stuff get left behind, but it's law enforcement who, if they sigh you, letting your dog uh, drop one and then you walked away, they would uh, write you up. But yet they can leave uh, little mini Mount Everests and uh, Mount uh, Rushmores and uh, Mount uh, Kilimanjaro's all over the city. I don't know. I'm concerned. Where do we drop the where do we uh, draw draw the line? Where do we drop the brown line? What has brown done for you lately? So is is it is it uh do we let them get away with it cuz they're cops? Do we do we let the uh police uh, horses uh, do it? Is it is it legal for the police and their animals to plop all over the place whereas a dog can't get away with it? And at least a dog, you know, goes off off the sidewalk, goes sits on the grass, does it near a bush, under a tree. I mean, good lord, these police horses, they drop it on the sidewalk. They drop it on the road, your car goes through it. I mean, you you could a smart car could disappear in a pile of horse manure. Has anybody seen Dave and Karen? Uh I think they just drove into that like hill over there man what that brown hill yeah that's right they never came out the other side oh my god so just a question man what are what are the rules here what are the bylaws what are the what's the zoning i don't know i'm just throwing legal terminology around um someone better get on it because uh, i think it might be a little unfair and I'm going to leave it right there. You be the judge. You be the judge, Judy, Judge Wapner. And uh, let's get some affirmative action going on this. This is a problem. <laughs> Anyways, we'll end there. We'll, we'll, drop, we'll drop the show right there. And let me tell you about some fun stuff coming up, man. Okay? This is, uh, this is cool. Um, if you want to catch me doing some live stand-up comedy, player, some live stand-up comedy, uh, you can catch me in Calgary. That's right, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I am going to be up there. Uh, I'm going to be up there September 27th, 28th, and 29th at the uh, Blackfoot Inn uh, Comedy Club. I think it's called the Laugh Stop. Um, you can go on my webpage, harlowwilliams.com, get the info, reserve your tickets, because this sucker sells out. Every time I go up there, it sells out. So uh, please, please uh, hit harlowwilliams.com, pre-order your tickets, and uh, it's going to be cool. Other exciting news, oh my God, uh, we have an app. We have a Harland Williams app for your phone. It's not available just yet. 
We've just put the final touches on it. I'm going to let you know how you can get it. It is a lot of fun. We're going to it's full of ringtones and downloads and you can have ringtones of all the characters from the show, Dr. Debbie Timer, Dr. Ascot, Cinnamon Boy, Senor Fuentes. I mean, everybody's on there. It's going to be crazy. George Michael. <laughs> I can't wait to you guys uh get to get your hands on this app. Um, I'll keep you posted on that. That's coming real, real soon. Um, and then I'm off to shoot a new sitcom in October. Uh, very excited about that. Um, I'll tell you more about that as, uh, as we motor along, but, uh, it's going to be a blast. And don't forget to check out Robot Monster on Nickelodeon every, uh, every weekend. I do the voice of Monster. Uh, great cartoon. People are loving it. I'm very proud of it. I think you'll like it, too. Um, don't forget, you can write me at harlowwilliams.com if you want to leave a comment. You can call me at 323-739-4330 if you want to verbalize your comments. Uh, you can join me at Twitter, at Harlan Williams. You can go to... Uh, the Harlan Williams official Facebook page. Uh, you can connect to the Harlan Williams uh, YouTube page where we got videos. I mean, there's so much out there. I can barely get through it. Check out our merchandise store at harlanwilliams.com if you want to buy a gift. And uh, next show, I got an announcement for my brand new stand-up comedy special. Oh, I'm so excited to tell you about it. Uh, but that's next podcast. Once again, sorry we were late on this one. We fixed our technical glitches and uh, other exciting news to come. But that's it for today. I'll see you at the mall, ladies and fushlurgle glurgans. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.